This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Picture this. You wake up. Sunday morning. You're a little hungover. You went out, got drunk by yourself at a bar. You've just been feeling down lately. You can't really quite explain it. Just nothing makes you happy. You just feel like so cynical about everything. The world disappoints you constantly. You get out your phone. You're going to check the weather. Ah, just a typical February day here in Maricopa County. You're going to... Uh, what what do you got planned for the day? You got shit. You gotta you gotta mow the lawn. You gotta oh you gotta go to the grocery store. Oh that's right. You agreed to make guacamole for the Super Bowl party tonight. Oh, fucking Super Bowl. You don't want to go watch the Super Bowl. Not this Super Bowl. Forty Niners. Chiefs. Oh God. Fucking give me a break. I can't stand it. I don't want to watch any of the, either of these teams lose. I, I fucking hate both of these teams. These teams, ah, garbage. And then bzzz, you see a, an electrical spark in the air. Bzzz, a bunch of electrical sparks. And then a portal opens up. And you see a silhouette walking towards the portal. And then it gets closer and closer. And finally, it steps out and it's you? Hello, it is me, you, from the future. I come to you from November 15th, 2024. This cynicism, it has to go. This indifference, it makes a huge difference later on in the year. In just nine months' time, Donald Trump will be re-elected president. You, here in Maricopa County, are the deciding vote. And it all leads back to this point. This Super Bowl, there was a clear right and wrong answer on who to cheer for. And you just said, I'm going to sit it out. This, this mindset carries you all the way to November and you sit out the election. You are the deciding vote. And it's all your fault. I need you to get invested. I need you. To cheer for the Chiefs. Can you do it? Hey, neighbor, who are you talking to out there? I'm talking to me. I mean, I mean, my uh, my cousin from the Netherlands. He's uh, he's vis- visiting. Get down, get down. Oh, the Netherlands, huh? I love, I love that place. If my fucking crazy neighbor sees you, he'll fucking kill you. Don't but I hate the me. people. <laughs> It's on site for me with anyone from the Netherlands. Oh, so don't yeah. let me see him. Right, of course, of course, of course. Hey, who are you pulling for this weekend? No one. I I mean, no one. I can't. Fucking the, the 49ers, Bosa, duh, and the Chiefs. God, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. I, fuck, I hate those guys. Yeah, I'm pulling for... Niners, I love Bosa. Oh yeah, hey, by the way, um, your 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 Trump flag, uh, it keeps yeah. whipping up against my window at night. It's so huge. Uh, it's it's keeping me up. Yeah, it'll do that. Yeah, do you think <laughs> it's you could a maybe triple get a XL that bad boy? Yeah, yeah. Do you think you get maybe a smaller one or just uh, maybe only fuck you. <laughs> Of course. Sorry, maybe. I was just thinking maybe you don't fly it at night. Is it disrespectful to fly the flag at night? I don't, I don't know. What's next? I'm supposed to take it down when he's not president for four years? <laughs> I, guess it, it, I guess it's not weird to have the former president's flag raised. <laughs> Anyhow. Hey, neighbors, what y'all talking about? Talking about his Trump flag again. Yo, that, that thing is whipping. What's that, a 3XL? 3XL. See, this guy gets it. Yeah, I don't necessarily like it, 
but I'm not totally against it. <laughs> hey, so you guys, you're cheering for the 49ers. Uh, hey, girl, who are you cheering for tonight? Me? Yeah. Oh, man, I, I hate indifference. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, because usually when I bet on a team, they lose. So I'm putting up big bread on the Chiefs. But in your lizard brain, you want the Niners to win, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so and if you weren't betting, who would you be, if it had nothing to do with gambling, just your heart, if you had just had to pick a team to cheer for? Oof. Probably stab myself in the heart with some adrenaline, like... Uh, like Pulp Fiction? Like Pulp Fiction, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. I like parts of that movie. <laughs> I like the gun shop guys. <laughs> those guys? Yeah, they Are you sure you cool. like those guys? Have you seen the whole movie? Well, I like what they do upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I like what they do above ground. When yeah, they go down in the ground, I don't know. They lose me a little bit down there. Oh, okay. You pull your future you up. You can't be seen. If they see a person from the future, they'll fucking go nuts. Look, everyone around me seems to really be cheering for the 49ers. Why the Chiefs? Why, why, why? Because the Chiefs, look look, look at who hates them. Sometimes it's not about who likes them. It's about who hates them. Everyone hates the Chiefs right now, especially right-wing media. They're going nuts. Is that who you want to align yourself with? Even by being indifferent, is that not, is, is complacency, is, is, is that not an, an endorsement in itself? You need Wait to a second. Wait a second. Carl. Yeah. Look at this guy he's talking to. Does that guy look Dutch to you, or does he look like he's from the fucking future? Let's see. He's really tall, but he's got tiny feet. Oh, no. He's In wearing all aluminum foil. <laughs> Looks Dutch to me. That's a Dutch motherfucker. He's a dead man. <laughs> Let's me and you come together like uh, Carl Weathers, Rest in Peace, and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie. <laughs> Dap up to kill <laughs> this guy. Big handshake. Yeah. <laughs> Time to kill the Dutchman. You you tell your future self to go back to the portal. Otherwise, you, you're going to die. I'm not leaving here. The future is even worse and more grim. I'd rather die here in February before the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl and everything goes to hell. <laughs> this, is, this is a kinder world. This is a world where you still have a choice because today is you have a choice day <laughs> wow you have a choice everyone Sheriff Joe Sheriff Joe in Maricopa <laughs> County <laughs> I got it I immediately had to google what Maricopa County was because I was like I feel like I'm missing something that's that's uh that's uh well I, why did you choose Maricopa County? Is, is isn't it is the it, really isn't that the really contested county? It's like oh, the yeah. suburbs of Phoenix. Yeah, I think it's like a, a like a, a tightly contested one. There was a lot of a lot of shenanigans there. I think my character was snacking, but then realized it's, me at a certain point it just became me snacking for real. So. <laughs> what are you sorry eating? about that happening in the mic? I don't it know, felt like a character sorry. choice. But I'm still doing it. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> Some sort of like Spanish cocktail nuts. Got a little zip to them? Spice? Nah, not really. And I do love to say that. My wife's making a little list of all my white people sayings, and one of the big ones has got a little bit of kick to it. <laughs> <laughs> I catch, now I catch myself doing it all the time. Like, oh, you know, soup's got Ooh. a little bit of a kick to it. <laughs> news, news flash, buddy. Is that on the list? No, no I don't say newsflash, buddy. No. I tell you what you do say. Uh, you say, nah, I'm not going to make it. You guys have a good time. <laughs> Bear, are you kidding? I saw you out real late the other night, man. You did. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, this guy supports his wife, but he don't come kick it with his friends. Classic cuck. Classic, Classic Hollywood. Beta, <laughs> Hollywood beta cuck. That's me, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it fellas, is Super Bowl week. It's Super Bowl week. I just got a refund from StockX because a pair of shoes didn't 
didn't come. They're not going to That's come. bullshit. It is. And that's what we're talking about this week. <laughs> Things that let us down. Because we got nothing to talk about. Oh, Nothing uh, happened. This is all a, this is all a looking forward week. Did anyone watch the Pro Bowl shit? Did that happen? I don't even know. I saw clips or from the uh, some some of the skills challenge. Uh, Dan Orlovsky uh, beat all the other quarterbacks, uh, all the other Pro Bowl quarterbacks in the Precision uh, Passing Challenge. Uh, he beat he beat Tua, C.J. Stroud, everyone. Uh, Dan Orlovsky won the uh, QB Precision Challenge, which is pretty nuts. I gotta say this for Dan Orlovsky. Why was he against against all odds? He's made himself relevant. Like he had one of the worst career. Like name any detail of his career except that he played for the hapless Lions and that he famously ran out of the back of the. I mean, that's it. That's that's the moment to cobble that. I guess he went to where did he go? He went to like UConn or Yale or UMass or some shit. Like he probably had connections to like the Bristol of it all going in, but like. How did he turn that into a stellar broadcasting career? Like being one of the guys who's at the top of football broadcasting to the point where like, yeah, let Orlovsky go in for the passing contest. Yeah, he's got takes. Is he even 40? (laughs) He steers. Speaking of. Speaking of Maricopa County, he's a big Trump guy. What did did he get? arguments? Yeah. Wouldn't he get into arguments with like Stephen A and those guys every day uh, during the election? And I was just like, what has sports media become? Why are we talking about this? Was Stephen A like even a Democrat though? I thought he said he wanted to vote for Elon Musk. Uh, I, I don't know how much of a Democrat he is, but I, I do know that he's uh, anti Trump. He's anti Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I do know that. Uh, it really yeah. does feel like this is in the same way that political events lately have made for some like strange bedfellows there's some like strange bedfellows in the sports media world right now in terms of like the chiefs the taylor swift and travis kelsey and San- they're like all the right-wing nuts are like go san francisco <laughs> and that like all like colin coward is being lifted up by swifties as a voice of reason Did yeah. you see colin coward's video on taylor swift yeah, your 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 uh, picture. This was interesting, Ryan. You think that the Chiefs are the ones that are the the more liberal supported team? I mean, they're definitely the subject of a lot of right wing hate right now. Interesting, uh, because yeah. yeah, like of the Taylor. I mean, all the conspiracy theorists. I mean, that was kind of last week's picture. Of this was all the conspiracy theorists who think the whole thing with Taylor Swift and Mister Pfizer is all to like support Biden somehow. Oh, I, yeah. I have heard that. I have heard that. Um, and so that's that's kind of snowballed into, like, people are cheering against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Owen Benjamin had that whole rant about how the only reason Ty- Travis Kelsey would be with Taylor Swift is that he's gay. Yeah, that, he, that <laughs> he Taylor like, Swift is his beard. What And what man in his right mind would want a 34-year-old woman... <laughs> Especially if you see if you saw his ex. <laughs> oh yeah, who's the ex? Who's the her name ex? Is Kayla. Her, her name is Kayla Nicole, and right. she's uh, quite the looker. If you is she a baddie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see uh, people talking about how they feel like Travis, like after dating her, like picked up so many black culture things that are now like all this shit about people crediting the fade haircut and calling it the Travis Kelsey which is insane. <laughs> that's killing me. That's that's that that's hurting my heart. Uh that that is like I'm mad that my doctor canceled the appointment tomorrow because I could have a heart attack at any time over this bullshit. Uh <laughs> Taylor Swift creating the swag surf, Travis Kelsey creating the fade. So uh, does that bother does that make you mad at Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift or mad at the like dummies who write it up? Uh mad at the dummies who write it up, of course. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Have, I don't. I really don't have no problem with Travis Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift. I'm. I was very much indifferent on this year. She kind of. I mean, the fact that she won that Grammy again last night was like, come on, dude. But what yeah, does she even know. win a Grammy for? Album of the year. One was that, that just this year that that album came out? Twenty twenty three, I guess. Where the but f- but and honestly, she announced speaking, the new one. Honestly speaking, her fans don't even really like this album. It was just, it was like I saw a, a bit of a conspiracy theory that this out that this is being 
this is this this album of the year thing is rewarding the tour as opposed to the album itself. Sure, the Swifties. Don't that makes sense because the tour is such like a seems like a big cultural moment. And the Grammys, I feel like, are fi- never actually about the thing that was made. It's more like just cultural impact. It's like, holy shit, it's 2004 and we never gave Bob Dylan an award. How about we give him an award for whatever fucking mediocre yeah, shit they, he just cranked out? And then in 20 years, we'll give the person who should have got it this year the award for their old phoned-in bullshit. Well, they switch it up. It's interesting they switch it up because the fact that Killer Mike won in this in the the rap thing album. that he won in like rap album of the year. That's wild because that album was not widely uh, praised by the mainstream media. Like I'm a fan of his and of Run the Jewels, and I didn't even really know. I kind of missed this album. Yeah, is he a good? Like I saw that he got like dragged out in handcuffs or some shit. Yeah, it was a misdemeanor, uh, like an old misdemeanor. But the LAPD being being who they are, like to, wait, uh, really? Yeah, they 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 like. I heard to it was he, he got into like a little bit of a, a like a tiff with a security guy. That's security what I, but you're saying him. it was an outstanding thing. That's what I heard. Mm. So who knows what the truth is? But I heard it was an outstanding thing. But then they posted today that his son, his son is finally getting his kidney transplant. So it's been a real whirlwind for him. God damn, well, crazy twenty four hours. Nothing for I the know. best. Nothing but the best for Killer Mike from the Foosballs podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all fans. Voice of Uh, Taquil on Frisky Dingo, one of my earliest faves. Love Killer Mike. Yeah, man. Uh, Well, I mean, listen, what do you got there? Uh, Diet Dr. Pepper? No. Dr. Pepper cream cream soda? It's a a Trader Trader Joe's Joe's brand seltzer if I've ever seen one. Yeah, black cherry vanilla. Pretty good. Add that to the list. Add that to the list uh, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> to my white people saying, shit. Oh, introducing that concept to the pod was the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. I am going to get dragged to hell. I'm going to get dragged as all get out. I'm going to get dragged uh, something fierce. <laughs> Ryan is on the East Coast. That's why we're Zooming today. Yeah. I'm in Atlanta. Uh, is it raining there, Ryan? ATL. It's raining here. Uh, it was uh, raining a little bit yesterday. Today, just cold. It's, it's pretty cold today. Forties. Mm. Cold time. Cold yeah. time of year. Are people? I, is there a vibe of of like Ding Dong the Witch is dead that you're getting from people now that Arthur Smith is gone? <laughs> you know, I haven't. I went into a Dick's Sporting Goods today just to walk around, kill some time. And uh, they had just a small little section dedicated to Falcons jerseys. I have seen no Falcons fandom just uh, it, about. Is it Hawks or Braves or both? It's just Braves in Atlanta, really. Because uh, yeah. the Hawks don't really have fans. matter of fact, the Clippers are playing the Hawks right now. Uh, we are technically losing by one point. Who knows what will happen. But this is our seventh of our road, our Grammy trip. Mm. And uh, we have gone five and one. So if we pull this out, we would have gone six and one. But the Atlanta Atlanta fandom is 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 extremely fair weather. Atlanta is a interesting city. It's kind of a clout chasey city, you know what I mean? So I think the bigger, <laughs> the biggest like Carl the, just kind of casually roasting Atlanta super. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a good time. I have a good time when I go to Atlanta. I like Atlanta, but but it is like like most of their most of their basketball fans are Laker fans. Really? Like they 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 don't root for the Hawks. They'll root for the Hawks if like that year that they went to the Eastern Conference Finals a few years back, like 2015 or whatever, with Josh Smith. That's yeah. gonna show up. But other than that, they won't. They don't show up. I imagine did they like pull for Dwight Howard when he was big? Because he's in Atlanta. He's from Atlanta, right? Yeah, but he played for them later in his career. That was after the the Lakers. I mean, like I, think. I mean, like did they pull for the Magic when he was getting them to the finals? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can't. I can't answer that. But what I can answer is that all my Atlanta friends that follow sports are Laker fans. Lamar. They'll, talk, they'll call. They'll call me and talk shit about the Clippers, and I go, "Bro, you've never been to LA. <laughs> like, what are you? How are you calling me talking shit about the Clippers?" But Falcons fans, I will say they do. They do show up for the Saints game. They do show up for you know. They show up, but but the Braves are the team of Atlanta for sure. I mean, they've been the best performing. Yeah. team for 35 years 
Speaking uh, of Arthur Smith, Greg, uh, we now know where Arthur Smith has landed. He is yeah. the new offensive coordinator for your Pittsburgh Steelers. That's it's, uh, it's tough. It, the news came out not long after we recorded last week, and we recorded a little early last week. So if anyone was, I'm sure, wondering why I had, didn't address it on the pod last week, <laughs> uh, believe me, I would have. It was immediately... Well, I wonder if we could find the text thread with Mastriani, James, I because I saw the news first and jumped into that thread with James, who's also a big Steelers fan, and was just posting like, fuck, oh no, fucking kill me. <laughs> and Ryan knew what it happened. Like, Ryan said he it- rushed to Twitter suspecting that I was posting because of Arthur Smith joining the Steelers. Um, it was... Yeah, it, it's something just like... I, it just I just... Greg, which, you know, Greg's not very, like... Too big of an alarmist just wrote fuck, fuck, God no, fuck, fuck, and I was like, whoa, what, what, what? Like it, it, it startled me for a second, and then I was like, oh no, is it? <laughs> Check Twitter, and sure enough, new offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Arthur Smith. Uh, you have been probably the biggest Arthur Smith detractor of anyone. Uh, I mean, that's I, saying I, something. I, I've probably written him harder than anyone this year. I I hate him. <laughs> I think he sucks. <laughs> I mean, the, the nicest thing you could say about him is like, yeah, when he was in charge in Tennessee, he sort of revitalized Tannehill a little bit, and he got a he had a great run game going there. I, I might counter that by saying that I could probably orchestrate a good run game with Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but even aside from that, even if you buy into him as this run guru, by the end of the year in Pittsburgh, like the run game was fine. For as much as I bag on Najee, like he wound up having a pretty decent year. Like they were running the ball the last like half of the season. Warren was mixing it in there, and they like the running game was not the problem. The problem is the passing game. Man, what a shitty hire! I'm sorry. It, just it the sucks. worst. But Derek Enemy now just like still available, man. That oh. was that was the right call. And we'll we'll think back to like the the commander's offense wasn't very good this year. They were like subpar, but I think they were able to elevate to subpar because they had Eric Bienemy being like super detail oriented and getting the most out of a really, really shitty personnel group. So it's insane to me that he doesn't have a job, and I thought he would have been so fucking good for you guys. Uh, just I mean, like I've been the, saying the that for years. With with those with the talent that you have at wide receiver, I think I, if you wanted to stick with Pickett, he could probably help elevate, get the most out of Pickett. Or if you brought in someone to to compete, or if you guys, even if you guys brought in like Kirk Cousins or something, like he's just felt like the the right choice for you guys. And he seems like a Tomlin kind of guy, too. I know. Believe me, the one-two punch of hiring Arthur Smith and starting to see mock drafts where we're taking Penix in the first round, and I like Penix, but like it just feels like we just turned the clock back two years and we're just going to repeat the last two years over again because like drafting in the early 20s, drafting a 24-year, already 24-year-old quarterback who you're a little bit on, it just feels... Oh, it feels like a repeat. It's rough. Someone posted that quick clip of Leonardo DiCaprio in The Departed when he's like, why don't you just give me a bottle of pills and a fucking handgun to blow my brains? Like <laughs> someone posted that in response to the news. And I was like, yeah, that is kind of how I feel. <laughs> uh, all right. you, but enough. Uh, you guys, did, did, Ryan, do you have pulled up our our preseason oh. predictions? Did we get any right? Uh, that is a great question. Yeah, we got quite I think a we few. Could, we could talk about that. We could also uh, I got it right here. D- discuss maybe what we, we could have a a a uh, a logistical conversation. Maybe the fans will want to hear us say, "Here's what we could do in the off season because <laughs> it's coming up quick." And we owe head gum episodes. We got uh, we got a, yeah. Let's we can talk do our combine. That. We got the oh, yeah, foosballs yeah. combine, the foosballs flag football game. <laughs> I think I think we should watch some classic football movies. Maybe listeners can email in their favorite football movies and don't send us like 
Rudy or Remember the Titans are the really popular ones. If you've got a more obscure one like yeah. Backfield in Motion with Tom Arnold and Roseanne, let <laughs> us know. We will we'll, be watching Necessary Roughness. Of course. Uh, what's that one that's blue chips but with football? The program? Like, the program. Yeah. You know, I've never seen that. So I like Boy Scout. I want to watch that. Yeah. Oh, last Boy Scout just reviewing the opening scene. <laughs> <laughs> It's also so funny that we're talking, and it, this is the week of the Super Bowl. We're like, God, what the fuck do we even <laughs> what <if we're> gonna <laughs> talk <Yeah>. about? <laughs> but I mean, we, like, we could get the Super Bowl predictions at the end of the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. for sure. It's All right, cool. so um, our our predictions at the start of the season. Um, so working backwards, uh, we Greg and I had the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Uh, Carl, you had the Saints. Um, Mastriani, James Mastriani also does this exercise. He did have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, so he is uh, so he still got that up in the air. Um, Greg, you had the Bengals making it. Uh, I also had the Bengals, so we had the same Super Bowl matchup, and you had the Chargers, Carl. Uh, for awards, uh, all three of us picked Jalen Hurts to win MVP. Greg, you're looking. <laughs> Uh, Greg, you're looking very, very good for Offense Player of the Year. You picked Christian McCaffrey. I picked Jamar Chase, and Carl picked Chris Olave. <laughs> what an alternate universe Carl's picks are in. You well, know what? I, I, to be fair, I don't take these awards seriously. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think I know more about Saints. basketball in this in this arena than I do football, like with the awards and stuff like that. Saints and Chargers, <laughs> Olave offense. In Carl's universe, Jim Harbaugh's going back to the Niners to coach yeah. them because they went 6-11 and 11 while the Chargers steamrolled to the Super Bowl. Oh, you mean a perfect world? Yeah, <laughs> in a perfect world. Uh, Greg, you also look like you probably might just get Defense Player of the Year. Uh, you picked TJ Watt. I had Micah Parsons. And Carl, you had Quinnen Williams. Carl, right, and- now, now that one I, that one I stand up for. Yeah. He, he, I thought he was going to do some shit this year. Felt like there yeah. was a breakout year about to happen. You guys both picked Zay Flowers for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I picked Bijan Robinson. That looks like that'll go to C.J. Stroud. Defensive Rookie of the Year, we all picked Jalen Carter. I don't know what the – I think he's definitely still in the running for it, but I know he his his numbers really trailed off towards the end of the year. I wonder if that maybe goes to so, uh, Will Anderson or – Also, or, just, I, like, just like how – Bad and exposed the Philly defense got over the last few weeks. It feels like it's not even about his individual stats. Yeah. Um, Who else would be in the mix for that? For defensive rookie of the year? Yeah, I guess just Anderson, right? Will Anderson, I think maybe one of the Rams guys. I feel like there's also somebody. Could have been Christian Gonzalez. If if Gonzalez stayed healthy, he would have probably been in the mix. We know who the finalists are. They announce it now like it's the Oscars. The defensive like the rookie of the year finalists are Texans defensive end, Will Anderson. Eagles defensive tackle, Jalen Carter. Steelers cornerback, Joey Porter Jr. Oh, and Rams man. nose tackle, Kobe Turner. Oh, also, rookie, yeah, he's good. He looks like iffy. This is Kobe Turner's second nomination. <laughs> and Devin Witherspoon, Seattle Seahawks cornerback. Weatherspoon was previously nominated for his work in Gosford Park in yeah. 2001. <laughs> a movie that came out before he was born, probably. Uh, uh, for Comeback Player of the Year, you guys both had Lamar Jackson. I had Damar Hamlin. I think I, think I might get that one uh, if they don't give it to Flacco, but I think, I think you got to give they, it to Damar Hamlin. They're not right? going to give it to Lamar because they're giving him MVP. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Coach of the Year, you both had Dennis Allen. Woof. I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's no. Now that's one that I wouldn't even joke about picking. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> I did get to uh, meet him this year. He is my friend now. That he's no coach of the year. No, nah, no, he's my friend. He's coach of my heart. <laughs> uh, I had my Demeco Ryan's Mike Tomlin co-coach of the year. And man. Uh, D'Amico. D'Amico. D'Amico, I wouldn't hate that if it came true. I think that'd be fair. I mean, it'll probably be Ryan's, right? But, like... He should win it. It'll probably be... 
it'll probably be fucking Andy Reid since they started off slow and, and have made it this far. I feel like co- coaches of teams that are already contenders going in never get it. You'd have to go like undefeated. Oh, okay. Here are the nominees for AP Coach of the Year. Kevin Stavansky, Cleveland Browns. Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco 49ers. D'Amico Ryans, Houston Texans. John Harbaugh, Baltimore Ravens. And Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions. Okay. Wait, Tom didn't get a nomination? That's crazy. This is Dan Campbell's second nomination. Uh, No, no Tomlin. Tomlin is that guy from Riverdale this year. The guy from May-December who didn't get a nom. He's that guy. (laughs) Charles Melton. I'm going to act like I don't know his name. It's Charles Melton. (laughs) Mike Tomlin is Greta Garbo. Wait, what's her name? <laughs> Greta Gerwig. <laughs> Greta Gerwig. <laughs> Mike Tomlin is a hundred year old. <laughs> Greta. G- <laughs> oh fuck! Someone at Mattel like fuck. We just gave Greta Garbo ten million dollars to make a oh. Barbie, Barbie movie, and she can she can't even go to the bathroom by herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike. But you're right though, Mike Tomlin. Is Greta Gerwig. He's not Greta nominated Gerwig. because of toxic masculinity. <laughs> That's the only reason he's not nominated. Uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely been an issue at the uh, uh, end of the year award ceremony for the NFL. Uh, there's never been a woman nominated for Coach of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, uh, what's it called? I had that one coach. Uh, San Francisco had a, had a lady coach, and she was in the Microsoft Service commercial. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember that. I mean, I know Becky Hammond. Of but... course you don't, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting dragged. Something fierce. Uh, yeah. I heard her might coach the Vikings, so maybe he'd be the first one to win. <laughs> oh, of course, someone who was born a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, for um, Walter Payton, Man of the Year... I'm still alive here. I have Cam, uh, Cam Hayward was my choice. And right, I hope uh, he gets it. He's been doing a late season push. He's been donating all types of money to social programs and things like that. Really trying to get that away. He wants it so fucking bad. He wants it so bad. <laughs> Let him chase it. Is there Did, worse uh, things to do than chase the man of the year? <laughs> Carl and I both correctly picked who would have the first pick in the uh, 2024 draft. Carl and I both had the Bears via the Carolina Panthers. Okay, so you specified be- via the Panthers in your picks? Yeah. Man, I thought the Cardinals were going to lose 17 games. <laughs> I did yeah. think that, too. I think we both had the Cardinals down at 1-17. One, one but did we did we pick – what did we say for Carolina? Did we give them – I think I gave them three wins. And that's how much they finished with, right? I think, uh, they do – they might have gone 2-15. and 15. Like, uh, Yeah, 2 or 3. three. Here's the thing about the Cardinals. It might have worked out for them because it looks – we can get in. We're, I'm sure, going to do plenty of content about the draft. But it looks yeah. like right now it looks like Williams, May, Daniels, one, two, three. And then the Cardinals get to just sit there and take the best wideout prospect in Marvin a Harrison. long fucking time. I mean, is he the best wideout prospect since Calvin Johnson? Yeah. Damn. Like For sure. And they get to just – Add him. They're probably Any other year, losing he'd be the first Hollywood pick of the Brown. draft. Yeah. Although, has a wideout been the first pick? Oh, Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson. If you'd like to watch the video recording of this episode and check out some bonus shows with the guys, go to patreon.com slash the flagger ones. Guys, football season is over that means playoffs super bowl parties i don't know about you guys but i ate like a maniac and so i'm needing something healthy i need to eat better thank gosh (laughs) (laughs) thank him i need to eat better thank goodness for factor factors delicious ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy uh, whatever tomorrow, wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, and veggie. 
and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55, 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. And these aren't just uh, these aren't just meal kits that are gonna take you forever. They've got two minute meals, so you can. They don't up. take four hours. They don't take four hours. They're not using up your whole kitchen. They've got two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with factors or restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. They're not just handling lunch and dinner. They're handling everything in between. So head to factormeals.com slash foosballs50 and use code foosballs50 to get 50% off. That's code foosballs50 at factormeals.com slash foosballs50 to get 50% off. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let me, let me say this about Caleb Williams. Apparently, people are coming down on, on Caleb. Why is that? A lot of people not sold on old Caleb. I think he's going to be a fucking beast. Yeah. But I also picked Dennis Allen as coach of the year. So what do I know? But what's, I but what's the knock on him? They're just saying he doesn't he he's not a playmaker. What? They what? They, showed, they they showed a couple they showed a couple clips of him. Like they say he, he doesn't read he doesn't read defense as well. And they're saying he doesn't make the right read. They show one clip of him where he did have like an open slot receiver, like right in the like like the linebacker went to the flats and the slot the slot receiver was wide open to get them a first down, and he chose to scramble as opposed to throwing it right in, right in that gap. And I was like, "Yeah, that's bad read right there." But every quarterback does that. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> yeah, that feels like an invention a little bit, just to kill some time. I uh, feel like playmaking is like the number one thing you would have. That's feel like being like I get it. I doubted Greg Oden, but I wasn't sitting there saying the motherfucker's short. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. It's the, the craziest criticism to go. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no, nah, I think he's going to be good as hell. Yeah, yeah I think the I like, Bears. I like the top all top three quarterbacks in that draft. I, I wonder if the really Steelers good. could get Justin Fields. I think you could. That would interest me. I yeah, it'll be interesting take, to take see. Take Pickett for him. I think Kenny Pickett is a perfect backup quarterback. We had a fan message me on Twitter saying, why aren't you guys talking about the Bears and what they're going to do with Justin Fields in the first pick in the draft? And this was like... Dur- we have five months to talk about. Yeah, and I was like, the playoff weekend. What, are you, <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? Why would we be talking about the Bears, their <laughs> draft decisions in April? But now that it's the Super Bowl. Uh, so yeah, what I think the Bears could do... Uh, with- <laughs> no, I like Justin Fields. I, I it, it feels like it's too on the nose point for him to go to Atlanta because... Everyone's saying he'll go there. I want to know who the kind of crazy <laughs> like wild cards are. Like, what's Can the surprise team? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it, it, I think it's funny you say that everybody says he's going to Atlanta. They do that with every scrambling quarterback. They go, man, that dude killing Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm having some sort of sense, man. You know, you know who <laughs> I think could trade for Lamar? Run real fast in a Falcons jersey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Like. It's, it's just like in the NBA how the, how they never compare white players to black players. Like, uh, not 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 seriously, of course. Like they always be like oh, this Austin Reeves guy reminds me of. Dead left shrimp. That's just a, <laughs> right off the top of my head. But like, no, no, Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. He really reminds me of Duncan Robinson, Max yeah, Struess, yeah. Tyler Hero, Luke Kennard, JJ he, Redick. Sort of, you know, like I get vibes. Jeff Hornacek type. Yeah, but like black quarterbacks are always like, dude, this guy needs out of this program. He's too good for this place, and I think he ends up in Atlanta. He he needs to go play for Arthur Smith, who, as we all know, had great success with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the Lamar stuff last year is so crazy. It's like, oh, who could trade for him? Well, I mean, he makes sense in Atlanta. Uh, Could you say more? Uh, (laughs) I just think that's a good place for him to be. Yeah. I think he'd just look good in the uniform. I don't know. (laughs) And other person's like, be that as it may. I feel like you guys (laughs) – now – 
I do agree with you there. Even even I fall for it. Even I definitely want to see. I definitely want to see Lamar in a in a in a Falcons jersey. It would be fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> they, they're not wrong. Yeah. They're not wrong. Yeah, he. Some people just fit. Like Lamar is definitely a uh, a, a guy who fits in Atlanta, and I would like to see Justin Fields there as well. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. Imagine if you're a, if you're a white shooting guard or power forward everyone wants you to go to duke i bet you know yeah. like it just feels right yeah. go to duke and get drafted by the celtics uh and georgetown georgetown had mac mcclung for a minute and everyone was like this feels wrong yeah <laughs> he left and he went to texas tech which is the funniest place to go yeah mac mcclung i'm gonna pick i'm gonna predict that justin fields goes to New England. That's really. I see. I think they're taking Jaden Daniels. I think that I bet that I could see them wanting to trade like a second or like a a, like two thirds or something like that, and then have and and pair Justin Fields up with Marvin Harrison Jr. Ooh. So they wouldn't. They would take Marvin Harrison Jr. first overall. So I think if the so the Patriots. So yeah, would, the you t- say the Bears trade Justin Fields to the Patriots. The they wouldn't Patriots trade the pick send, though. Uh, th- then I, th- I think Fields is like a second round pick. Uh, so you give maybe your second round pick, which would be pretty high, definitely in the like thirty five or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah, you take either Marvin Harrison or you go. I don't even know if they really need a left tackle right now, but yeah, go Marvin Harrison Jr. And then you've got yourself a, a whole new offense. That's sick. Why, That's am, sick. why am I blanking on the guy that they just hired as, as coach? It's a good draw. Oh, draw Mayo. Yeah, that's a great high. It feels like all the middle linebackers of that era are like, I feel like I always associated him and D'Amico Ryans together. Like, Is it like because he's been on the staff, sometimes it's a little bit weird because they've been – bad the past couple of years and it, it feels like the reason you moved on from belichick is because you needed a a refresh a recharge so is it kind of weird to elevate a guy who's already on the staff i didn't know he was on the staff i, I knew he had played for him but i didn't know he was on yeah, the staff he, already he was the linebackers coach and oh, shit. i guess the deal was he it was in his contract that he would be the next head coach uh when belichick moved on so I guess you, you you do what you got to do, but uh, it feels like I would I don't know I would want let's let's move on from kind of the patriot way and uh, start something new here. But maybe patriot it's a nice middle persists. ground because they can turn over a new leaf. I don't know what the fuck turn the page, but he's much younger. He's I'm sure much more liked by the players. Yeah, you're going from like a 71 year old to like a 36 year old, so. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be very different. I feel like middle linebackers make good coaches. Yeah, what's up with that? Brian Cushing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, put Brian Cushing in charge of your team, man. I want Brian Cushing on that Detroit Lions staff. Having him and Dan Campbell just fucking rails of coke everywhere. Yeah. Why are you, you know his head's always bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> that is the first thing I think of when I think of him. You know who'd be a good head coach? Vontez Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I guess I just think of Domingo Ryan's, Mike Vrabel. It feels like that's become an archetype of good coach lately. Although Vrabel got fired, but no job, no job for Vrabel, no job for Belichick. Is Belichick done? You guys think? Is he going to be more think- hireable next year? Do you think he'll just die? (laughs) (laughs) Is he going to play in Atlanta? (laughs) Belichick becomes the first quarterback to rush for over 1,500 yards in a season. (laughs) Turns out there's something about that old jersey. It's like Frosty the Snowman's hat. (laughs) Whoever whoever you put it on, if he wears number seven and just rushes his ass off. (laughs) I mean, I wonder if Belichick is just going to be like Joe Paterno or like those old people whose spouses die and then they just die like – they die a week later, like they have nothing to live. His body just has nothing to live for. Like it's too the week, 
<laughs> the first after the Brazil game, after the first game of the season, he just drops dead. His body yeah. like just quits. He died of a broken didn't, heart. Uh, didn't uh, that's what happened to Vince Lombardi, right? Didn't he die like a couple years after he retired? He I died pretty early on. Did you know that Vince, Vince Lombardi died in like 1971? Damn. He didn't even get to see the Dolphins go undefeated? Yeah, no. you're right. He died in 1970. 1970, yeah. Wow. He, At the age of 57. Yeah. 57? That dude was way too stressed out. That man was way too stressed out. He let that game that was paying people $4,000 a week stress him out like that. <laughs> Cheer foosballs. The guys were just having a cracking up at how young, <laughs> a young how young Vince Lombardi died. <laughs> it always makes me think of that the Simpsons joke. It's like one of the Simpsons Super Bowl episodes where it's like Moe's like bye week. Bronco Nagurski didn't get no bye week. Now he's dead. So maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> it's just like being a football player back then seemed even worse for you than it is now. I mean, I guess the guys hitting you aren't as strong, but like. Your helmet is like a fucking is just like four belts tied together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean those those 1970s helmets, like they they were better, but they were still like what not not fiberglass, but like uh, just like a, a a layer of plastic. Like, did you yeah. did y'all have fake helmets when you were kids? Yeah, like, oh yeah. I, I feel I feel yeah. like that's what the helmet was. <laughs> yeah, no protection, Somehow barely was no a, padding. Speaking it was of made helmets, out of asbestos. Uh, speaking of helmets, J- Julia's dad g- gave me a Drew Brees autographed helmet. Holy oh. shit. Yeah. I got to go get it from Julia. We have to do lunch or something like that to pick it up. But Big autog- shout out. Big Mr. Meltzer. Yeah. Shout out Mr. Meltzer, man. And also everybody. What a great gift. Uh, take, a, take a writing class. Uh, take Julia Meltzer's writing class at UCB. Absolutely. Yeah. Great pilots. She's great. been cranking out. If you want to write a pilot, if you want to. Everybody who listens to this, listen, I know you're all comedy nerd and podcast nerds and you talk so much shit about us, but if you think you can do it, then take the fucking class. Nothing's mm-hmm. stopping you. You're, you're sitting on the couch, your life's passing Pounding you your by, puds. You're pounding your puds. You're on Reddit all day talking about how we didn't do this and how Chief Keith ain't this and Chief Keith ain't that. Well, how about this? How about you get out here and take Julia's class? You could take it on Zoom. And you Julia also, Julia also had a cousin who won a Super Bowl. So it ties yes. in. Wait, what? What's my man's name? Uh, he, he played Brock for the Seahawks. Croyle. Brock, Brock Croyle. Oh, Brock yeah. Croyle. Yeah. Coyle? Coyle. No, I'm confusing it with Brody Croyle. It's Brock Coyle. Coyle, yeah. Who was a linebacker for the Seahawks, won a Super Bowl. Out of Montana. Yep. Of the Montana Coils. Of oh, the Montana Coils. Which sounds it's- like a plot line in Yellowstone. <laughs> I can't wait to – what's special about this helmet is, despite it being signed by Drew Brees, is that I had a Saints uniform when I was a kid. And sure. uh, so this is like the adult version of that. And you better believe I'm going to be in this house with that damn helmet on. Uh, I'm going to play – I'm going to – I got the – I'm going to figure out a way to put the my VR on with the helmet for when I play NFL. <laughs> Feels really player. easy, actually. They, they're going to start making helmets where the face mask is designed to fit the Apple – products yeah uh that vr the the vr uh nfl pro era game is really fun it's fun yeah that's right it's really it looks fun, fun. it, 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 it does like it looks it's, it's on the uh, oculus oh okay shit i'm gonna have to get that it doesn't look like perfect yeah but it looks like yeah, the guy's shoulder pads are a little bit square, and they're like, <laughs> but it, it definitely it, it it really lets you like drop back and throw passes. It's really cool. All That's right, cool. I'm a moron, but how much real life space do you need to play that game? <laughs> I mean, I play right here in my tiny little living room. It's, All right, but are I, you I bumping is, into shit? I saw uh, well, a lady put her face through a microwave on Twitter the other day. <laughs> you can that that can happen. Uh, okay. I'm a little bit further away from my microwave. I'm not because I, I. You really don't need to drop back. You can use the the stick to drop back. You can stand in one place and just kind of uh, okay. toss it. But I definitely right. I can't. Here's what I can't play. I got uh, baseball like the the game where you where you pitch. Uh, it's not yeah. a game. It's like a actual like practice device. 
I bought that for the VR and uh, for when I played baseball this season. And that is not, I'm not able to swing my bat in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess those are people going outside and doing that. Yeah, I would have to take that. Or if I had like a garage. Which I do technically, but it's a shared garage, so I think people would be would come out and be like, "The fuck is he doing?" Yeah, if I'm yeah. just like with in the garage, <laughs> like with a bat, just like swinging it, <laughs> wearing the, the I goggles. think yeah. I think that guy from the fourth floor is trying to do a the rookie, <laughs> He's trying to get back into baseball in his thirties. <laughs> hey man, I can hit the ball pretty far. I can't do much else. I learned mm. I learned that uh, I suck in at defense. In the outfield, I am not very good. My arm oh, is really? not very my arm is not very strong. I can Wait, throw a football. You, I can throw football a, pretty damn far. You're a six foot three lefty. Why are you not playing first base? I did start I never played first base when I was younger. So really? I yeah, I was always in the outfield. Yeah. Um, I, every left handed kid, especially if they were tall that I grew up with, they put you in. Yeah. I played first base this season. It yeah. was my first time playing it, so I was just kinda like, you know, getting used to it. Stretching out and stuff. And I did pretty good. Jaquise, the manager of the team, was definitely like, you're going to play first base every time. And I was a little bit nervous about it because I was just like, I've never played this position, so I don't know the ins and outs of it. Like, But I actually did pretty good. I, I took to it pretty naturally. So if I can parlay that into a nice uh, minor league contract, you'll see me playing for the San Antonio Missions uh, <laughs> at, 30, at 36 years old. Uh it's <laughs> just everybody on the team fucking hating me for taking a spot from a uh, a person. Real prospect. Not, and, and me walking yeah, into the locker room every day. Being like, me being like, Coach, I can't practice tomorrow. I got to tape an audition. Yeah. Starting lineup for the missions this year is Tim Tebow, Carl Tart, <laughs> yeah. Billy Crystal, uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray, uh, Drew Henson. <laughs> I don't know. Sudeikis? Who cares? Yeah, Sudeikis. <laughs> Should we make some Super Bowl bets? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Should it's we time. do some? It's time to talk about the Super Bowl. Prop car locks. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how to pull those up. If you can find some, I'll definitely put some. I'm on it. Super Bowl prop bets. That's that's going to be all about Taylor Swift. I realize now. Uh well let's start with just the game huh what's what's the line at right now trying to pull it uh, up great radio Carl sing something vamp for us okay uh Friday wait damn now I don't know no songs I know songs all the time <laughs> but uh I'm just waiting on this this Clipper game to end here all right I got it <laughs> <laughs> I got it Niners minus two over under forty seven and a half so really. Niners. Niners minus two. I thought they gave them four points. That's a, the last line I heard was that they had given them four. You mean Niners plus four? Not Niners minus four. Oh, which, okay. which I definitely like. If I wasn't taking the Chiefs before that, make no mistake, I am taking the Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs plus two. Chiefs plus two. Now, are you disclosing to the audience? Is that as much because you? Believe it or because you are trying to jinx the Chiefs by betting on them? Unfortunately, I believe it. You believe it. Chiefs plus two. That's your first car lock for the Super Bowl. I have really had a hard time this week trying to figure out what I was going to do, betting, like rooting wise. And Same. I Same. just, I, I can't, <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, like, who could, like, I don't, I just don't feel like I can root for the 49ers. Like the 49ers are like the Cowboys for me. I, I feel you. Um, all right. So if one. someone, if someone, <laughs> it's you really wanted to. Ryan really wanted to pull for them. If someone wanted to bet the over under, Carl of forty seven and a half. Do you have a take on that? Over under forty seven and a half. What's the so 20, 20, 24, 24 goes over. So twenty seven twenty four is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go over forty seven and a half. I like it. Fun Super Bowl. Yeah. What are some other props here? Um, all right. What about? Okay. Let's look at Super Bowl MVP. Uh, I mean, they, they're gonna give that to fucking Patrick Mahomes. I don't see anybody else making that much noise on either team. So it's Mahomes like, is plus one thirty five. Brock Purdy is plus two hundred. I mean, McCaffrey plus four fifty feels like. 
a decent thing to put a little oh, money in. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. take that. That's he a little... Go off. How is yeah. Chiefs run defense? Not their... Strong suit. No, I mean, they're definitely way better against the pass, but, I mean, they're all right against the run. They all right, got, let me give you... They got gashed pretty good. Uh, Buffalo in the divisional round, James Cook was having a good game against them. Right. Let me give you a couple other options, Carl. McCaffrey plus 450. Kelsey plus 1,700. So you bet $1 on Kelsey, you can get 170 bucks, right? No. 17 bucks. You bet $10, you get 170 bucks. <laughs> so, or Pacheco plus 3,500. Ayuk 4,500. Kittle 7,000. Nick Bosa plus 10,000. Uh, I feel like McCaffrey is still the play there, right? McCaffrey is the play for sure. All right. That's a fun one. Uh, you see any other ones, Ryan? You know, I'm having a hard time pulling them up. My internet is not the fastest, but I'm in a stick that might have. Legal gambling? Yeah. So I can probably maybe just pull it up on my phone. Let's look at some entertainment props, huh? Yeah, I want to know. Uh, Star Spangled Banner time. All right, here's some coin. All right, National Anthem is by Reba McIntyre. Uh, 89.5 seconds. I'm seeing 90 and a half, yeah. So a minute and a half. Do you think it's over or under a minute and a half? Under. We Reba? Let's sing right now together. <laughs> okay. Obviously, we'll be... We'll be singing as Reba, too. You got to yeah. really get into the character, okay? Oh, say. You see? Can you see, y'all? Can you see? I'm asking, y'all. Can you see? <laughs> she, hey. If she, if she does that, she's, she rigged it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, say. Can you see? By the dawn's early light. light. I think I think she definitely truly she's gonna what? go and the for and the rockets red flag. No, she's she's not gonna hit that uh and the, the first and it's gonna yeah. be quick. It's gonna be quick. I'm giving her under on that one. Under. I'm giving her under. If they had to said Jennifer Hudson, I would have said overtimes too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's to stop Reba McIntyre from, like, telling her nephew's fucking friend, go to Vegas and put it all on under or put it all on over, you know? Like, what's... Yeah. These, these things even tougher to bet on. Whatever. I don't need to get into it. How about this? First song of the Usher halftime show, Carl. Usher's first song. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah is plus two hundred. No, <laughs> you're not my way with is, yeah. My way is plus three forty. That's hilarious. Pl- plus four thirty. DJ got us falling in love. Plus five hundred. Love in the club. Plus six fifty. Nice and slope. You don't start with nice and slow. Plus six fifty. <laughs> you don't say that at all at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truly. Uh, you you don't have to call plus eighteen hundred. Let's do that. Um, I'm going to say, so we back in this club and nobody's rocking from side to side. That's a baby tonight. DJ got us falling in love again. All right, that's plus 500. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that because that's one of his biggest hits, like biggest, biggest like pop crossover hits. And I think he's going to fill the middle with the songs uh, for the brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> for the, all the Atlanta fans in the house for all, yeah, for all those for all the Atlanta QBs quarterbacks yeah. <laughs> for all the Bill Belichick Atlanta quarterbacks that's like gonna be the new racist coded thing that like you know it's just this town's getting taken over by scrambling quarterbacks if you know what I'm saying so typically they, 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 an Usher show does open with uh, My Way yeah yeah, but this is halftime. I feel like it's a little slow for the for the for the halftime show. Like yeah, if, if I'm at if I'm at his if I'm at his his show at the at the arena, then yeah, because most of, most of the people in there are are his big fans. I think with these two teams playing the Super Bowl, it's not going to be a room full of Usher fans. Uh, they should be, but they won't be. Uh. Okay, uh, so we've we've done MVP, line over under, anthem, halftime show. 
Let's see, what is cross? Okay, uh, game props. Uh, let's find a good one here. Um, this is great radio. Great radio. I'll sing a song. Friday. <laughs> oh, say, can <laughs> you see? By the dawn's early light. Fuck it. Let's just do. Let's just do the coin toss. Both of them are minus one hundred and five. What are you thinking, Carl? Get get some bread for our listeners. Uh, Take the uh, San Francisco 49ers to win the coin toss and receive the ball. Wow. Okay. Well, not even doing heads or tails. Not even doing heads or tails. So 49ers win and not deferring. Interesting. They want to get out there and score quick. Motherfuckers, they would. Okay, all right. Now I'm fired up. Wait, I listen. It does, I, I'm not seeing the props for whether they defer or not. So you're saying the Niners are going to win, but if you tell me Niners win and heads or Niners win and tails, we can do that as a par, as a parlay. Uh, Niners win and tails. Ooh, because uh, nice. as you know, it never fails. All right, coin toss, tails. And 49ers, that's plus 255. That's that's fun. That is fun. All right. Weirdly, Chiefs winning in tails is plus 290. That must be based on how often each team calls heads or tails. Like if a team always calls tails, the odds to them to win on heads. That's, people well, are doing 49ers, weird shit in Vegas. I believe, are the, technically the visiting team. Uh, the NFC is the visiting team this year. So they will get to... Yeah, Pick. make the make the call. Uh, whoa, this is an interesting fact. Last year, all right. So last year, the Chiefs won the coin toss and won the Super Bowl. Do either of you want to take a stab at the last time the a team won the coin toss and the game? Let me uh, think. I have. I remember everyone who's won the coin toss. I just don't remember. Uh, who's won the games? <laughs> the Chiefs last year. Well, that they were b- before them. Before that, <laughs> they snapped a streak of the winning coin toss team losing. I'll just tell you, it well, had been since at, the. Let me guess. I'm just gonna toss one out there. Uh, let's go uh, Seahawks Broncos. It was the Seahawks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Damn. That's oh tight. my god, that was just a fucking stab in the dark. It was eight straight teams that had. Uh, Won the toss, lost the game. All right, well, here I got one more for you, Carl. Um, for people to come on stage during the halftime show with a mic in hand, has to they can't just be like dancing. Got to have a mic in hand. I don't know. If, I assume that discounts someone wearing a, a headset mic too. Um, there's a bunch of options, but I'll read you some of the favorites: Alicia Keys, Ludacris, Lil John, Will I Am, and then the people over. If any, I'm going to read you the ones that are plus a thousand or more. So these are long shots. And if any of you, if you think any of these are worth taking it at long shot odds to show up in the halftime show, Fifty Cent plus one thousand, DJ Khaled plus a thousand, Jay Z plus eleven hundred, Beyonce plus fourteen hundred, Miley Cyrus plus eighteen hundred, Madonna plus twenty three hundred. Now Miley Cyrus on a bit of a press tour right now. I don't yeah, know. That one is the only one that yeah caught my ear. Um, why would she, she don't have no songs with Usher. And, but yeah, but I don't know. That doesn't necessarily stop it. Uh, is Ludacris uh, on there? Ludacris, but he's minus 210. So they're pretty he's sure definitely he's definitely coming. Oh, yeah. oh he's, yeah. yeah. Take that and rewind it back. <laughs> yeah. What about, all right. So here's some of the more middle, the like, Will I Am, Nicki Minaj, Diddy, Pitbull, Bieber, Taylor Swift, Lil Wayne, uh, 21 Savage, David Guetta. Any one of those jump out of you? 21 Savage. All right, that's still good. That's plus 750. Okay. All right, know, that's a good one. I don't one. know if David Guetta would have a mic, but that would be a good one too. Yeah. All right, so 21 halftime guest. 21 Savage tough. plus 750. I know, yeah. But if you hit that, you know, like you're taking you're... some plus 450, plus 750. This is real bread out there. If you yeah. parlay... If you parlay 21 Savage with the Niners, Tails, and McCaffrey MVP and DJ Fallen, God's Fallen in Love, you're, you're, you're making like plus a million on this shit. Yeah. Interesting. All right. The next time we see you guys, we will know 
who the champions are. Ryan, final thoughts. Like, are you, how are you feeling? Well, I've told you guys this, that I don't know if I'll be able to actually watch the game. Um, What's a crueler fate? Me getting Arthur Smith after this season or you doing this all year, your team makes the Super Bowl and you can't watch? By far. Uh, not being able to watch the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> there's a long, that might be a long-suffering uh, uh, fate with Arthur Smith. Um, I'm hoping I can. I don't know yet. Um, but so it's honestly, it's made it all feel very weird and distant. Um, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not like as fully invested, but... Uh, I'm going to be freaking out that day. Um, I don't know what to expect. I, I I think it could go either way. I think I could see like the 49ers being like ultra weirdly just focused and on top of it and the Chiefs coming out a little flat. Um, I think the Chiefs' best option on defense is they got to attack the, the middle of that offensive line. That's where the 49ers have had their most trouble. But uh, I don't know. I'm nervous. I mean, I'm I nervous. think... My final thought on it is that I think that the Chiefs, the thing that you might worry about them falling into is like, we already got a couple while the Niners are like, not the Niners franchise, but this group of Niners players is more hungry and everything. But I feel like the Chiefs have done a good job of doing that thing that is annoying from the outside, but probably essential of being like, man, it's us versus the world. And, like, <laughs> they're still hungry because it's like Kelsey wants to go out or Mahomes is convinced everyone hates. Like, it's the same thing Michigan did against Washington this year, frankly. Like, Michigan is more, more of a blue-blooded program than Washington, but they convinced themselves. They literally, it's like Michigan versus the world T-shirts became their thing. Like, everyone's mad at us for cheating. And, like, you got to keep that. Yep. I feel like the Chiefs have done a job. The last, like, I don't see them coming out soft because of that. Sure. Yeah, the last Patriots Super Bowl, Brady famously, after the, uh, the AFC Championship game, he was like, yeah, everyone thinks we suck now, but, hey, look, we're here. We made it to the Super Bowl. It's like, no one <laughs> said you suck, dude. Fuck off. Well, that's what y'all doing. I know. I don't think, I'm saying it's annoying, but you probably need to do it in order to win. So, oh, I, is I, anyone saying the Chiefs suck? I don't think anyone's saying the Chiefs the Chief, suck. Patrick Mahomes said it. We fuck it. We're the underdogs. They have been underdogs, basketball. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they are underdogs, literally. In yeah, but if you're going just by the the, the line, they like, asked you know, for that. They asked for that. All right. Well, Ryan, I I have a recent story of trying to watch trying to follow a team's big playoff game while I was stuck on set, and it went so terribly that I won't even tell you about it to get in your head. <laughs> but, oh, shit. Uh, like, like the, the way the game went or your efforts to watch? Uh, the way the game went. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to um, hear it. I'll tell you next it. week, depending on how it goes for you. If you're trying to follow along on set, we can talk about that experience. Yeah. But yeah, well. I'll tell you. Go out. Make some bets, people. Have some wings and some and some drinks. Have yeah, wings. Carl's, Carl's promised to keep me uh, posted on what's going oh, yeah. on. Okay. I like. I have no idea what my game plan is. I'll I'll know. Carl's got uh, a I'll, Photoshop. I'll, Carl's got a Photoshop of Brock Purdy in a dashiki ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what my plan is if I'm going to try to like watch it later and avoid avoid spoilers for the Super Bowl, which feels fucking impossible. Um, I'm going to just try to watch as quietly on my phone as possible, I guess. Fucking sad. All right. Enjoy, everyone. This is what it's all been for. Later, guys. Later, guys. Bye, guys. That was a HeadGum Podcast.